You're listening to the Real Estate Insider Podcast. A bold look at reality, news, analysis, strategies, and opinions. Direct from the veteran team at the Rain Research Institute. With today's host, real estate strategist, Russell Westcott. Well, good morning, Rain Monday morning mastery students. Glad you dialed in this morning to get a great start to your week. I'm Russell Westcott from the Real Estate Investment Network, and I'm very proud to host you this morning. The message today is very timely, so let's get right to the details. Please welcome Mr. Richard Dolan. Thanks, Russ. It's Richard Dolan here for another Rain Mastery phone call. Going coast to coast, we've got a record number of participants this morning, and for that, we appreciate it. We know we went through an incredible flurry of Rain Mastery releases. We did branding module number two in the province of Alberta. For those of you in Calgary and Edmonton, you're coming right along. And, of course, in Vancouver, we launched Module 3. And so coming right up will be soon uh, Modules 3 and 4 uh, for most of you. But that being said, I thought it would be a very good point in the conference calls, these mastery calls, to take a break from the insightful, motivational, even inspiring phone calls, as many of you have been calling and coining them, and just kind of take a step back and understand the design principles of the buddy system. Most of you by now have got one, and most of you right now have either been in touch with them once, twice, or just maybe have had them even move on in. (laughs) But for that case, the reality is this. Having a buddy is about creating a partnership. You see, it's interesting. For you to have the right context to learn all there is to learn in mastery, it's not just about what happens on these calls. It's not just about what happens in the classrooms, the workshops, but it's about what happens to you in life with all that you learn. It's the mindset that you create. It's the context from which you live. And it's the way in which your being and being in action creates results for yourself, your life, your business, and even your real estate portfolio, whether big or small. You know, just recently I got my car back from the shop, and like any great old visit to the shop, there's always something new that comes up. So sure enough, on my dashboard, I see a little check engine light. It says to me that uh, my emissions are poor. Big exclamation mark. Well, I noticed that after that light came on, the car was not running the way it should be, especially after a tune-up. And so I called my service guy, and he says, hey, Rich, no problem. I'll get on down there and perhaps just reset the computer by way of coming down mobile myself. No need for you to come back into the shop. So I said, no problem, my friend. I appreciate that kind of service. That's white glove service at its best, and so he did. And just yesterday, he connected with me, and sure enough, the car, you know, if it were to have a cold, it sounded like a little bit like, <laughs> you know, all, uh, all ten cylinders of the car, big V10. And he plugs in this wire to a little computer, and sure enough, he says, oh, I see what's going on here. The computer thinks there's a problem with emissions. I'll just clear that. Clicks a button. Next thing you know, he's rubbing the car away just to make sure the light doesn't come on again by chance. But this time when he rubbed the car, boy, I tell you, it sounded brand new. It it sounded like it was built to run. It sounded like the machine it is and the machine it's known for. There was no mistake in it. That light really, truly tripped up the computer. Afterwards, I asked the sales guy, I go, how did that happen? He said, well, it's a funny thing. You know, the cars are quite smart now with these computers that are on board. And when there's a light, a warning of any kind, that could, in fact, be a detriment to the vehicle, to its well-being, to its safety, or to the design principles of the engine. 
it operates at half, if not even a quarter of its efficiency. So it won't run as fast, it won't be as strong, it won't sound as throaty, and it certainly won't run as good if these lights remain on. Because not that there is a problem with the car, clearly there's not. But the idea that there might be, and the computer knows it, is enough for the computer to shut down a good chunk of the car's magic. In that moment, I realized, boy, you know, we really do operate a lot like my car. You know, isn't it true that uh, a deal doesn't go the way you want or a deal ends up just going sideways, let alone a deal just eludes you? The partnership doesn't work out. The deal doesn't come through. The money that you hope for just isn't there. Whatever the reason is, it's, a, it's enough of a bright light on your dashboard of life to say, hey, you cannot run that full capacity, my friend. You can't do this. Are you kidding? You can't pedal to the metal. Do you not see the amount of lights that are on their dashboard of life that tells us that we should slow down, cut back, play small, shoot low? The reality is, my friends, your buddy system is, well, like my good old technician who came over and said, hey, those lights, bells, and whistles going off in your head aren't just simply bells and whistles going off in your head. They are absolutely no cause for concern and no reason for sure for you to be playing small. No reason for you to be taking it easy. You are built to go fast. You are built to be strong. You are built and designed to be the ultimate driving experience in life, that is. So the reality here is the buddy system is about you calling out your pal on the things in life that may occur as, well, predisposed or self-imposed speed bumps. The bells, the whistles that tell people to slow down, cut back, are the reasons why people aren't operating from a place of excellence, but are operating from within a place of sheer fear. The fear of looking bad, the sheer of not looking good, or the sheer fear of just getting it wrong. And so as a result, and the reality remains, is that as my dashboard had lights flashing away, indicating to my computer that it is not safe to drive the car. It is not right for you to be operating the vehicle at full tilt. And so, therefore, we don't trust that you can do that. And so, therefore, we will shut down some of the most critical components of this car that won't let it run at full tilt at 100%. So you've got to ask yourself, and this is part of your homework for this week, what are some of the most predictable patterns of behavior, perhaps some of the phrases you tell yourself. They might even be some words that you actually operate on top of. Like my dashboard, it was a little orange light shaped as an engine. What does your dashboard lights say? What color are they? What shapes are they? Is it a big, bright red stop sign? Stop! Do not pursue personal wealth or financial freedom. Do not go become successful in this thing called real estate. What are they? I want you to start getting clear as to the small little nuances that go on either consciously or unconsciously. Become aware of what you operate on in life, what you operate on. You see, my car can still run with those lights flashing. The reality is just not running as good, and I have no patience for a car that's built to go right to start going wrong. That's why I called him immediately, and on a Sunday, he met and got my car fixed up right away. So a result of the buddy system is a result of how aware do you want to be of the things that stop you in your pursuit of any result in your life? Who's going to call you out on it? 
You know, I grew up in the fitness training business. I really did. Over 20 years ago was my first job, Gold's Gym. I was a weight rack boy. My job was to keep the weights clear of the bars and such, the apparatus. It was not an easy task, especially in the days that they built 100-pound plates. So needless to say, at a time in which I wasn't even legally allowed to be in the gym, at 16 years of age, I needed a permission note for my parents just to be there, let alone work there. What I found was I, too, at this day and age, continue to hire a fitness trainer from time to time. And do you want to know why? Because it's not that I don't know what to do when it comes to personal fitness. It's not that I don't know what great exercises there might even be. Heck, I read so much, I'm pretty sure I'm catching them all. It's that I know that left to my own devices, I could and potentially play mediocre. I can play it safe and just get enough done. I could, in fact, just do enough to just get by. So, therefore, from time to time, I'll have a fitness trainer train me and tell me where are my self-imposed limitations. And if you are cutting out at about eight reps or ten reps on this or that, is it too heavy? Should you go lighter so you can go longer? Are you exhausted in body or are you tired in mind? You said, get to have someone else tell me the straight truth, who has absolutely no attachment to how I might feel or my ego and what's invested emotionally or even chemically. Your buddy inside the realm of Rain Mastery is a great way for you to get started on building, here it comes, an awareness. An awareness for where you're playing small and an awareness for where you're playing full out. And again, don't, don't get this wrong. It's not always in just about real estate. That's just the game and the box, the sandbox of the world that we're playing in. You can take that anywhere in your life. And in fact, once you begin to really master that awareness, you can now teach that to your children, your grandchildren. You can now begin to elevate the conditions of satisfaction everywhere in your life with your bride or your husband, with your kids or with family in workplace. So the reality here is for this week, I want you to begin to really pull towards you your buddy. I want you to reach out and really get clear about things. Ask your buddy, number one, why are you in rain? What are you here for? Like, what result did you come for? I want you to know your buddy not just by their first and last name, their email or phone number, but what result they stand for. And I want you to write that down somewhere so that you don't forget. And, of course, buddy number two, ask the same. Number two, what I want you to get clear is ask them what does the shape of the icon, what is the image, the word, or the constant phraseology that you use that shows up on your dashboard of life that stops you, that has you play small, slow down, or not put pedal to the metal. What is it? Is it the parents saying something? Is it your friends who don't believe? Is it that you haven't been yet articulating what it is that you want, and so therefore out of self-doubt and or concern to have it all, you have nothing? Whatever it might be, I'm just making them up as I fly along the way here. But number three, more importantly, is what new icon will show up in your life? What new image will you have flashed before your eyes to remind you that that is what you must operate with? Said a different way in my car, for those who don't know, and this is by all means not me for me to impress you, but to impress upon you, the kind of vehicle I drive is an M5 BMW. You see, M5, the M series vehicle, is no ordinary BMW. Those cars are built to go fast. And so as a result, the symbol I see that reminds me of how great this car is, is simply an M. The M tells me it's M-powered. 
And so, therefore, if I am not driving this car anything less than M series worthy, then I sure as heck better get this car to the shop and find out what's going on. Change that oil, exchange the filters, put on better tires, have this car be run because it was built to be the ultimate driving machine. You are built to achieve everything you want. So what emblem, what image, or what impression do you have that's going to remind you of what it is? Now, when I was much younger, it was an image of a thing I wanted to have, whether it was a toy model car, a toy model bike, it was often a toy model boat. That was the image that would inspire me into action. It would stir me up out of any funk just to get ahead. And chances were quite high. 99% of the time, that whatever model image that I held before me, it kept me grounded. It served as the beacon, the lighthouse, shedding light on my roughest moments in my life to guide me through to remain inspired and on fire for the things that I want. So the reality is this, my friends. This is the week of your buddy where you both realize, connect with, and appreciate the power and the design principles of having one. Pull towards your buddy. Get to know who they are as the result they've come for. Understand what it is that stops them from achieving all that they wish. And get clear about the new imagery, the new phrase, the new term, the new logo, the new avatar, whatever it might have to be that's going to say, whenever I see that, it's going to remind me of what it is I'm up to. I want you to make sure you get that done by week's end because that is your homework for this week. Getting grounded inside and with your buddy. This has been Richard Dolan for A Wonderful Call. Russ, back to you. Thanks, Richard. Great call this morning all about creating partnerships. So make sure you connect with your Rain Mastery buddy this week. And I wanted to thank you on behalf of the entire staff at the Real Estate Investment Network for dialing in this week. Next call will be same time, same call-in numbers next week. If you have any questions, you can always call our office. We have people here that are wanting to help, willing to help to provide you with any information you need or point you in the right direction. Call our office at 1-888-824-7346. Russell Westcott from the Real Estate Investment Network signing off. Bye for now, everyone. Thanks for listening and engaging with the Real Estate Insider Podcast, a bold look at reality. Share the reality.